That's such a beautiful singing and, and um, story sharing. Thank you, Stefan, for those beautiful words that you said earlier. So I just said thank you for helping uh, Bird Thicket Theater fundraise and for the, your support. I'm, I'm very grateful for that. O- over the years, I've watched many of my elders who've gone, who've who've gone to the other side now, and watched their generosity before Christmas, because in my community we're always giving. And um, so it's something that I, uh, I strive to do for myself is to give to somebody as simple as the gas attendant who's pumping my gas. I give him five bucks. And, uh, you know, we do it for restaurant servers. That's a given almost. But we don't do it for those people who clean up after us, the janitors, um, the people who service cocktails, I don't eat that stuff, but you know what I mean. The people who give up their seat on a bus or in a church or wherever in a hall for the elderly, for the handicapped, and people who take the time to dialogue with us even though they don't know us. I really encourage that type of dialogue to find out the personhood behind that white face or that brown face or that yellow face or that black face to find out what they're all about. And um, sending thank you notes, written thank you notes are greatly appreciated. It's a lost art writing letters. And um, grocery stores, you know, the cashier who's looking after your stuff, it doesn't take a whole lot of effort to say, thank you, I hope you ha- are having a good day. Or if they're bitchy towards you, you say, gee, you know, I understand where you're coming from. I'm having one of those days, do too. Your doctor, your nurse, your teacher, you know, all of these little children, they're the greatest elders. Teachers, they're the greatest elders, teach, uh, these children. I've learned a lot from my six-year-old grandson. He one day told me, Gukum, you have an anger issue. (laughs) And I said, you're quite right, my mushrooms. So, I mean, he's a great teacher. I had to take a look at myself. So attitude change is so important. To be courteous is so important. So these are things I strive for. And um, I'm standing here tonight thinking about some of the pain my community has gone through this last year and some of the pain my family is feeling right now for their losses and some of the pain that my friends are having as they face court issues. And I, and I invite you to think about all of those people, to send prayers of compassion and hope and faith. And I want to dedicate this to my elders because they're the ones who have shown me you give $5 to your gas attendant, he'll really appreciate it. You know, I had never even thought of that. A gas attendant pumping my gas and wiping the windshield. I'll give him a little extra if he washes my windshield. But um, So it's um, kindness for me is an everyday act, and sometimes I'm a failure at it. But um, I'm only human, and, and it's something that we ought to do. 
So I, I call this kindness marks the advent. Because Christmas was something I didn't grow up with um, that I've had to learn over the years, and it has different meanings for different folks, and mine is not a Christian meaning. Mine is about giving every day. In waist-deep snow, my father trucked a rifle slung over his shoulder, a gunshot carried through the forest, wind echoed its reply. The prairie chickens cradled in a gunny sack, Greeting each new day, and at sunset, sweet grass joined the warmth of the wood stove. That night, the sweet birds would fill the stomachs. Christmas was a new visitor. My father hitched the horses, filled the wagon with hay, blankets, and heated rocks. We were going to midnight mass. Some of the birds were bound for Nukum and Musroom. At the church basement, families gathered. We each received a candy and an orange. Back at the cabin, mother baked cinnamon rolls, made raisin and rice pudding. She sliced elk meat, paper thin, fried in goose fat, the nude prairie birds ready to roast. In today's household, sweet grass blesses the tree. A beaded white buffalo is perched atop. Cranberries, popcorn strung branch to branch. A water pail, a basket of small rocks, a buffalo's horn are placed at the trunk. A seventh generation cradle board is hung nearby. A feast plate is offered for the departed loved ones. A delivery of groceries, mitts, and winter jackets for the forgotten, the homeless, the elderly, the lost children. At city corners, $20 for the hungry, tips for gas attendants and garbage collectors, mail deliverers, the seamstress, the student. It's not just today, but throughout the year. Kindness is the advent. This second poem I wrote for um, municipalities right across the country. It's called The Landscape of the Heart. Sometimes the heart's dam wants to spill the overflow and flood its constriction. This is when one needs to walk the Miwasan Trail, the Wascana Park, Somewhere to listen to magpies, sparrows, geese, and doves. To watch the wind excite the trees while the orange splash of Oreos display their brilliance. To watch the swell of deep clouds move gently across the heavens to smell the earth's fresh rain. We need the solitude of the parks to be at peace. To watch strangers walk hand in hand catch snippets of their stories, laughter or tears. To picnic with our families, maybe throw sunflower seeds or bannock to strutting pigeons. I think of the crowded masses walking the concrete highway where dandelions poke alone through the cracks. 
where caged birds may be surrounded by hungry souls wanting a bit of wild. And still, I am privileged to inhale the cherry blossoms, mock orange, purple lilacs, the spruce and pine, these ancient spirits breathing for all the earth. I want this for the frozen eyelids, the bruised hearts, the deaf ears. I want dirty fingernails rimmed with soil connected to the heart and soul. To remember we all once collected pebbles, these small hard concretions that attach themselves to our hearts. Sometimes we find this place in a simple walk through the park. All my relations, thank you.